What's the Car Talk Podcast? Hello and welcome back to the Car Talk Podcast and Season 3. Happy New Year. Um, Matty, can you believe we've been doing it for, uh, well, three years now? Um, it's quite Yeah, crazy. three years, three seasons. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, and it's much the same shit, different day, isn't it, Bailey? <laughs> yes, pretty much. I mean, the plan is obviously just to carry on as we are because we think the format's pretty good I think um, and obviously get more guests on this year as always shall we start off with the uh, car news Matty because we we're going to talk about some uh, various things later aren't we which is quite ironic but uh, everyone will sort of listen to that so starting with one of perhaps the biggest uh, news stories this week uh, you might think anyway <laughs> uh, and it's the Tesla Model 3 and Model Y the prices have been reduced by up to £8,000 uh, what do we think of that because I have a few opinions um, I think that's good because I think Teslas are overpriced as it is um, and is it, I, I assume it's because they want to fit in with the current market of other sort of electric cars I'm assuming is that right? Well, Tesla won't admit that. They say that um, they feel inflation has come down. Don't know what planet they're on, but I would like to be on that planet. Uh, and as a result, they are passing that um, lower inflation onto the customers by reducing their models by, well, 20%, £8,000. Um, so, yeah, it's um, my theory on it is just like you said, that the market has catch up, caught up mm -hmm. to them. Um, people in 2023 are now no longer as delusional as they were in 2022. <laughs> Thus, the Tesla uh, isn't as... Um, well, it's, people are, people are realising that they're pretty overrated, yes. pretty poorly built. Maybe they're hating on Elon a little <laughs> bit. Um, but most of all... They're realising that the Hyundai Ionic 5 and almost everything they're producing is better. It is indeed. Um, I mean, I haven't been in the Tesla before, but I've heard they're quite cheap inside and just not very well built, obviously, because they have to use sustainable materials. But, mm. yeah, I mean, I think compared to the rival electric cars, I think they are lacking a little bit. Well, I guess inside and the, the, the technology and everything is very... Futuristic, and then there's obviously a lot of gimmicks like whoopee cushions on the seats. You can have a open fire on your iPad screen, <laughs> um, but to look at, they've they've never really been. They they just they haven't got it. Yeah. Have they? They're very they're very they're very plain looking. They're just and, sort of um, like NPC cars, aren't they? Just like all the non-playable characters. <laughs> driving around oh my god that is you, I was literally going to say that but I didn't know what the, <laughs> the, the name um, the name was they are literally like the on a racing track where you have like the background cars <laughs> on the on the thing and like that's that is literally what so they the, are all they, the people they, in they GTA have, drive them <laughs> yeah they have no personality these cars ooh, Teslas whatsoever they don't it's like they're very they're very this that the other but they literally have no personality in them um, maybe Maybe we've um, we've they, people have hit the ceiling with them. You know mm. what I mean. Well, speaking of electric cars, Matty, um, there's a new one, uh, and it's a new Sony yep. electric car. Now, what they've done is partnered up with Honda. Um, Honda, yes, to make, yeah, seen to that. Collab, obviously, um, and they're making a new EV, and the, the new brand name's called a Feeler. It's quite quite a snazzy name, isn't it? Sounds like a flower. Feeler, <laughs> Feeler, or a Feeler. A feeler. A feeler. Yes. 
Sounds a I bit feel sort it of in my fingers. Um, <laughs> it won't launch until 2026. Um, mm. And it's apparently part- partnered up with uh, Epic Games for like the like virtual reality or is that right? No, augmented reality. I think that's the same thing in the like interior and stuff like that, which is quite interesting. Uh, but what do you think of the design, Matty? It's interesting. Ooh. So it's sort of like a, a sport, sport, a fastback design. It, this is very plain, isn't it? It's just sort of like a thing with some wheels on it. And then that's it. I'm forgetting all of the terms today, but you know, like the way it scrapes back mm. into the boot kind of reminds me of a Jag XJ or something like that. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I actually quite like the shape, like the silhouette of it, but I just don't know about the... Yeah, I do. I think there's uh, I think there's cool aspects to it, yeah, definitely. If you notice, the uh, the badge as well on the uh, the front is actually like... It looks like it's a holograph, doesn't it? But I think it's just like a screen to show mm. the uh, name of it, the feeler name. Mm. Um, so that's that. Well, I mean, that, that that is a, there is a problem with that name, isn't there, whereby if... Uh, a paedophile, let's make no bones about it, goes into a school and drives off and kidnaps a, a little girl or indeed a little boy, it does happen. You know, it'd be like, could you imagine the the, 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 the story in like the um, the Warrington Herald or the Liverpool Echo or whatever, and the man was seen driving out of the school gates in a feeler. <laughs> okay, I can see that's not going to end well, but I don't think... Playing on the rate, I feel it in my That's fingers. Exactly right. <laughs> I'm glad you mem- like got that bit there. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Moving on anyway, have you got yeah. anything else? I feel her up in me feeler. Yes. <laughs> this is just going to be Yeah, the, let's... Um, this is just silly. <laughs> this, this is going to make the promo video, isn't it? It is. Um, <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Uh, just some quick fire headlines. Been a very good week for car news actually this week. Normally we're on complaining that it's a bad week for car mm. news. Um but yeah, this week um grey has been named as 2022's favorite color of car once again. That news is um not so good. Um and also uh the first MOT for your car when if, if you've bought it brand new could be after four years instead of three and uh, there's been a lot of talk on twitter this week as well about getting rid of the grandfather rights for classic cars and stopping the fact that they can be exempt from having an mot Mm. um but yeah even with new cars um it could be after four years instead of three suppose that's just due due to reliability but you know um depending on how many miles you do your tires could need replacing any time really couldn't we agreed yeah i mean i mean i suppose that i suppose if you get a service every year i think that's the more important one isn't it because that's actually keeping it tip top yeah the amount of cars that come in and people i know that just don't bother with service and it is like what are you doing you know what i mean <laughs> i love seeing those tiktok videos of like people's cars that are just so absolutely messy inside and this guy completely just makes mm. it new again that's really satisfying those videos. Yeah. It's like, how can people leave yeah. so much stuff in their car? It's ridiculous. I like those valeters who put the uh, the stripes in the carpet. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yoni. Or in the like I seats, the leather seats. Especially if they've got like white or cream leather and it's like completely brown and then they clean it and it's like very mm. nice. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. That is, that is a weight in my heart that. Um, <laughs> 
And um, finally, another little quick fire thing. We'll do a round for 2023 for the first time of who the hell is going to buy this? <laughs> um, Bailey, you're actually a fan of this car, aren't you? So, um, you know, on this sort of theme that we've t- dipped in and out of, we've had something like the, the Smart 4-2 Brabus and yes. weird cars like that. Um Citroen Ami, uh, the car that I know and love. Bailey just knows it. Um, but you'd actually buy this, Bailey. It's the Citroen Ami yes. buggy. Yes, I would. It's it's a it was essentially just an off-roady version, isn't it? Yeah, and it's got little um, sort of like metal gates as the doors, and yeah. um, the headlights are protected. Out. You know, it's it's got it's got like cladding over the headlights just in case um, something hit you with real force while you're going, what, 26 miles an hour top speed? <laughs> why, why has it got that on the front? That's brilliant. I really I, I really don't know, but um, a thousand more examples of this have been made, so obviously someone is buying this. Yes. It's, um, it's a miracle. I, I, I would like to see them on, like, uh, uh, i like to see them replace golf carts, actually. I think they'd be quite... Well, they would work as a golf cart. <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. Yeah, and like you could just go to golf, like rather than in golf outfits or costumes or whatever, just in full camo yes. with like a gun or something and playing golf. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's we're gonna make a golf version of that, and it's gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna create a whole new sport, a whole new motorsport. The <laughs> golf race. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be brilliant. Speaking of uh, speaking of golfs. Um, new sketches or actual images of how the new golf could look um have been posted on the auto express website i'm not going to lie i'm not going to say that volkswagen have given us exclusive rights to this um but the interesting thing is is that um the facelift of the golf which is due this year is um it's going to be the last golf with an internal combustion engine which begs the question will the new golf even be a thing or will it be replaced by the current controversial volkswagen id range um possibly yeah and the answer yeah and the well the answer is i've got the answer you don't have to you don't have to speculate the answer is um, the answer is that possibly both um volkswagen believe that the golf could very well carry on um and be sold alongside the id3 um but it could even replace the ID3 but just keep its name or it could be the Golf ID um, yeah. have you seen the images Bailey I think mm. I think it looks a lot better than the current Golf that we've got with the stupid um, B&M light in the grill and everything like that this yeah. actually looks quite good I agree with you yeah finished in a nice shade of blue as well yeah and also Volkswagen have vowed that they are and I think this is actually for um the, the new the facelifted golf they're vowing that they are going to get rid of those stupid haptic button things where it's just one button and you press it and it illuminates two haptic buttons and you just press it and it's just it's awful um so I, i'll be glad to see that honestly it is because it's on it's on the mark 8 golf at the minute um and i hired one of them to go to um london a few months ago and as well as sending me constant notifications to say i was exceeding the speed limit eco tips and things like that it had the stupid haptic buttons but it was just it wasn't on everything it was just like on the auto stop start and that and and the lights and it was just 
it's really, really, I cannot stress how shit that is, <laughs> and I'll be glad to see it go. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, well, sort of moving on uh, with like current models, if you, I suppose you could say, there is a, a new Audi RS6, Matty. I'm, I think I sent you this when it uh, got revealed, um, and you said you uh-huh. quite liked it, didn't you? I really did, yeah, I did say that. Have you changed your mind? Try and... <laughs> Well, let me let me get this up here. Audi um, I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's um, it's obviously going to when I say obviously, it's kind of it's kind of saddening actually. It's going to be an it's going to be a an EV uh, Audi RS6, so it's not really an RS6 anymore. It's missing the V8, of course. Um, it's going to have 800 horsepower, which is quite ridiculous actually, and like a family sort of car. Um, and it will use tech from the uh, Audi e-tron and the Taycan, which is kind of expected, really. Um, but I just don't, I just, I don't know about the looks, Matty, at all. Actually, um, you quite liked it. No, yeah, absolutely. You, you, you. Let me, let me just tell you why you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> so supercars, right? For example, we very rarely. I've never drove a supercar at all, but I trust that they are an absolute scream and that they are great to drive, right? Mm-hmm. The Audi RS range, however, I've never driven an RS6, but I've driven an RS3, I've driven an RS4. Is it an RS4? Do they exist? Yes. They do, don't they? The Avant. Yes. Or is it RS5? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I have driven, yeah, I've driven all of them, bar the RS6. Um, and yes, they're great, but they're... I'm, and I might cause controversy here, but they're not not much to write home about, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is one of those cars where I can forgive it for being an EV, and and that's because it's going to have 800 horsepower and use all this tech and everything like that. But also, the looks, I think it just looks absolutely fantastic. It's low, it's squat, it remains an estate car, but it's still, I just think it looks absolutely fantastic. It really, honestly, uh, and you can get it in like a fastback edition, and like, oh wow, <laughs> I can't wait to see one of these on the road. To be fair, uh, I can. This is my favourite car already. Yeah, just, of, I have to, I have, I'm sorry, year. I have to disagree with you when you said about the. I haven't driven Audis, but I've been in an RS6, the uh, not the the one, not the C8, the C7 version, which is the tw- sort of mid uh, teens, twenty thousand. And ten, sorry, um, and it is stupidly fast. But I, but the noise for me is the main thing. But if it's missing that, and I just, I don't know. It's just a bit. I think it's a bit bulky. Mind I you, this is a concept though. So, is so is the exhaust note on an RS six the same as the RS three? Because honestly, I can tell you that the 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 exhaust noise on an RS three is mediocre at best. Yeah, the new one because it's muffled. And it's got all the. Uh, regulation stuff in it but the c7 c63 uh, c c63 the c7 uh, rs6 is very loud and it's a uh, very raspy mm. v, like a raspy v8 it's very nice yeah um, so i'm going to miss that a lot in this but um well i'm glad you like it matty i'm going to move on because i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> um jesus i just completely buggered my mic there um i've got a another Electric car, Matty. Um, but this I do actually quite like the look of. It's called the Corvette E-Ray. <laughs> I like the little play on name there. It's quite cool. Um, and it's essentially the new Corvette C8, but uh, it's got a hybrid engine. It's got a still got the 6.2 liter 
Um, was it 6.2? It is 6.2 litre V8, uh, but it's also got a hybrid engine electric motor thing alongside that, so that means you can get decent MPG, I suppose, which has pretty much been a non-existent thing in a muscle car, isn't it? Just <laughs> can't say decent MPG in a Corvette. <laughs> that would be quite. That'll be a first, wouldn't it? But what's interesting about this, obviously the normal Corvette is uh, rear-wheel drive, but this is actually four-wheel drive, so we're going to get sort of two different versions, which I think is a great thing. Mm. There's good options there. Um, and this cost about $100,000, which I think is, for the money, you get a lot of car for that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I do like the look of that, and I like the sound of it. <laughs> if it does make a sound in EV, probably not. Uh, what do you think of it, Matty? Um, Corvette's never really done it for me. I'm looking at this now, and the outside looks good. The inside looks like it almost reminds me of like a bit of a McLaren's interior. Like yeah. it, it, the inside makes it look like a track car. Um, well, that's essentially what the Corvette kind of is. Um, it's always had that track orientation inside. But it's going to weigh a lot, isn't it? I'd imagine, yeah. I mean, it's got the engine plus it's the got battery a, as well. It's so got the engine plus the battery. And it's four-wheel drive. Mm. So it depends. If it if it still feels as good to drive as the, the normal petrol one, I think it will sell quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's overall quite good. And it's got it's going to have 655 horsepower and it's going to do not 60 in two and a half seconds, which is actually very fast. That's like Veyron territory, if you think mm. about it, for the money. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Bailey, I'm, uh, I'm glad you liked that. Um, I'm going to move on because I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Question for you, Bailey, uh, for our first podcast back. I appreciate this is quite a... A difficult question for you, but how well do you? How much, sorry, do you value the police? It's uh, a good question. Um, it depends what I mean. Obviously, I value that they're saving lives and and doing all sorts. But then at the same time, it's just like, well, you. <laughs> so I was saying to my mate actually today because we saw like unmarked police cars going past, and I said, oh, I bet they're going. I bet they're literally chasing someone just going one mile an hour over the speed limit. Whereas if I write down as a murder, they'll be like, oh, we'll get back to that. <laughs> so is that, that's, the one, that's another opinion I have. But uh, what, what's the question related to, though, in this aspect? The question is related to BMW, because BMW don't value the police, it seems. Mm. Um, they have told the police, no, no, you can't have any more police cars from us. <laughs> that's it. That's your lot. You can't have any more. Um, and that's simply because of supply chain issues. So if you're wondering whose side the B that BMW are on, is it yours, the paying customer, or is it also a paying customer, the police? The answer is that they're on your side. So next time you slag off BMW for their big grills and, you know, their just the reputation of their drivers, just remember, though, they're on the driver's side because, um, well, from now on, the police are going to have to keep buying sort of, I don't know, what they're going to have to buy. Uh, Anything but a BMW, really. Yeah. Well, I've seen they started driving like Peugeots and stuff now around, around this area. Um, well, Liverpool is is very poor. We years ago, ten years ago, back when Hyundai's got good again, they bought a load of Hyundai i thirty estates. Um, but now they're in Kia Sportages. Oh, that's a bit 
And you think you brewery. couldn't you couldn't catch a cold in that in one of them, could you really? <laughs> no, probably not. One point seven diesel. <laughs> that's awful, isn't it? Um, but anyway, yeah, that's um, that's a bit of good news from Germany. If you all like got the FTM uh, attitude, yeah. fuck the Matrix, it's called in in Liverpool. But yeah, if you're um, if you think fuck the Feds, then BMW are with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I've got That's a final car that I want to talk, to talk about, Matty, and it's a new, yeah. not so new Aston Martin. Um, it's a another DBS that we don't need, but it's called the Seven Seventy, as in seven hundred seventy. Uh, it's going to be the most powerful DBS ever made uh, with uh, seven hundred seventy horsepower, which is quite ironic, isn't it? Because it's also named that. <laughs> um, Mm, I wonder what came first. Oh, no. <laughs> um, they're keeping the V12, of course, um, and it comes with, but it's a, it's a special edition of the DBS sort of thing, but it comes with, uh, let me just get it up, it comes with sports plus seats and carbon fibre gear paddle shifters. So that's all that you kind of get on it, and some new wheels, that's mm. it. I don't like the Aston Martin DBS. I used to. Do not. I used to. I think it used to be a really, really sort of gorgeous looking car. And I think the old one really hasn't aged at all. But this one, I mean, it's if you think about it, it's meant to be a GT car, isn't yeah. it, really? And this one, it looks too much. It looks too shouty, too aggressive. It has absolutely no beauty at all, apart from the arse end. Mm-hmm. And it's just got this horrible, big, gaping grill. It's like... It's like the Peugeots from a, you know about ten years ago with the huge just open mouth grill, and it's it's too sculpted and too creased. It's just <laughs> scale. It's, strip it back, Aston Martin. You know, take some inspiration from Bond. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm it's quite a mixed bag this month, isn't it? A lot of us don't like a car, and then someone else doesn't like a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's all my uh, car news I've got, Matty. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about for this month? Final thing from me, which I'd like to talk about. Um, we touched on it last week on the podcast. Um, our friend and yours, Mr. Clarkson, has landed himself in hot water again. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously all know the comments that he made about um, Meghan Markle, but this week, Bailey pointed out to me, an apology, an official apology has been released on Instagram, yeah. what what do we reckon? I mean, obviously we've talked we've talked about this before, but what he said obviously is pretty out of order, really. Um, and but we now we now know some context behind it. Do we agree? Do we disagree? I'm not really one to disagree or agree, but I just I just say look, just move on from it and just put it down as a mistake. That's what I tend to do in life. I just if I say something wrong or do something wrong, I'd be like, "Well, I'm sorry, but here we go, move on." You know, just get on with life. Yeah. <laughs> and I think these people, yeah, there's that been... will, there'll be people that always will just hate him for it, and it's just like because they don't have anything else to do. Mm. A lot of people have come to his defence though this really... week in talking about the council council culture in this country and everything like that. Um, people have pointed out. Joe Brand, uh, a female comedian who's been 100 for about <laughs> 10, 20, 30 years. Um, she's still 100 and she's still talentless and she's said some comments as well um, but hasn't been cancelled. Same with the likes of Miriam Margolius who um, 
was uh, calling people cripples, um, wished Boris Johnson dead. I mean, I'm kind of with her on that one. But the whole point was that she didn't get cancelled. Um, meanwhile, he's been Clarkson has been dropped from millionaire. Um, has he been dropped from his Amazon stuff yet? Well, I, I was reading something uh, earlier, and um, it's uh, rumored that he is apparently, uh, mm. which kind of is so. People are arguing of double standards, um, and yeah, it is. It is. I agree with what Jeremy said in in the sense of um, where he said that people when things happen people campaign for an apology yes. and he's saying this is my apology um but like i said it was i think i said this last week some things will never be good enough uh for some people so um yeah i yes. um, i'm apprehensive to see where this is gonna lead and where what will happen in the end mm. yeah me too it's a little it's a little bit like when he punched that producer in the face all over again, where it was like, what is going to happen next? <laughs> yes, it seems that a lot of people don't like him for whatever reason. Maybe they're just jealous. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why they don't like him. <laughs> anyway, moving on from um, Jeremy, uh, we've got, well, we haven't really got a specific theme, which is quite unusual for us. I mean, not really, because we never plan anything. I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it was car crashes. It, well, yes, it kind of is. Um, well, Matty and I have being unfortunate enough to be involved in uh, well crashes um, with our own cars, which is obviously another uh, sad thing. And um, we're just going to sort of talk about it, I suppose, aren't we? Release the uh, yeah, anger well, that we have inside. My my um, my Saxo crash hasn't appeared on my YouTube channel yet. So if you are still listening to the podcast at this point, then this is exclusive information um, that I have not broadcast on my YouTube channel yet. Um, yeah, so this theme, Bailey, it all we we thought of it um, due to the fact that I made a bit of a boo boo in me saxo <laughs> last week. <laughs> uh, and would you like to explain um, what happened with that? No. Um, <laughs> Why not? Well, what it was, my saxo was parked stationary without me in it, and um, a horse just bolted. And swatted the front of the car. Right, yeah, that's not. So I'm... that's it for the podcast. We're going to plug our social medias. Uh, Bailey, would you like to go first? <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't get run over by a horse. What happened? Okay, here's the real story. Um, I will actually explain the road because some people might be listening who will be like, "I know that road." Uh, probably not. But I was coming off the M62. <laughs> Um, going down so I've come off the M62 and I'm leading onto Barring Park Road by the rocket flyover in Liverpool as you'll know it's a little bit like Liverpool's version of Spaghetti Junction great place to have a crash anyway um, and I'm turning off and there's like a, a bend not a particularly sharp bend uh, you're coming off a 40 zone into another 40 zone I regret to inform you that I wasn't going 40. I was going probably a bit faster, definitely a bit faster <laughs> than that. And um, I'm approaching this bend and I'm just in my element, really. I'm enjoying driving my car. I'm looking forward to getting home from work. And I approach this bend neither with my foot on the accelerator nor with it on the brake either. Um, and I get onto the bend and all of a sudden it hits me where I say, 
I'm going too fast here. And uh, next minute, the car spins. And I'm, I don't want to exaggerate this whole thing, but I think it did spin twice. Wow. And it spun twice and it hit the wall. There's like a barricade wall because you sort of, yeah, you, you're sort of still on the motorway, but not. And it's going into the sort of, you know, housing and whatever things are there. So I hit this concrete wall and the we'll put a picture on screen and my my car the bonnet of my car is facing it, it's diagonal on the two across the two lanes or across the fa- lane one and the bonnet is facing towards lane two so i was like ah, okay um and i went to start the car to try and get out of harm's way and the battery was dead <laughs> for god's sake so i was like shit and um, it weren't, that weren't even like the biggest issue at the time because it was like, oh, I've got no lights and not even any hazard lights either. And I'm blocking off this lane and immediately behind me is a sharp bend that comes off the M62 motorway. I'm kind of in the shit here. <laughs> so um, I uh, I was stood there like, what the fuck do I do? And I couldn't get to like, because of the traffic coming past in lane two and that was where my kind of bonnet was mm. closer to lane two i couldn't really get under the bonnet without like sort of really being in a vulnerable position yeah. so there was nothing for it i had to ring the police and i had to say could you send one of your finest kia sportages down <laughs> to come and get me out of this hole that i've got sort of got myself into and I had to explain to the woman over the phone that I described myself as white British. I had to give my address, I had to give my car details. And um, she said, yes, not a problem. We'll uh, we'll send someone down. There's someone on a route on that anyway, so they will just stop and help you. And I was like, well, you might feel very relaxed there, love, in your call centre, but I'm <laughs> in harm's way here. Could you just fucking get the blues and twos on and get them here this is a fucking emergency you know what i mean fuck the people going over one mile an hour i was going fucking 30 miles an hour over the limit and this proves the look point. What's this happened. Proves the point doesn't it? you need you need to help me so i'm stood there and um i regret to inform everybody that merseyside police just did not turn up wow. so i was like oh god Anyway, by this point, a taxi driver had stopped in the pub car park next to me. And uh, he might have been nervous as well because he was a little bit sort of abrupt. But he was like, you cannot be here. What are you doing? And I, and I was like, mate, you know, I understand I'm in this situation, but we need to get out of this now. And he was like, get your bonnet up, get your bonnet up. Because like, the batteries died. <laughs> so we got the bonnet up and it turns out and he was going, I can't believe you didn't know this before. And uh, it, it turned out that when we got the, the bonus up on the car, when I'd hit the wall, the engine, had, uh, the, the battery had become, had come dislodged <laughs> and disconnected. So you always do so, is get together, basically. I reconnected the battery and the taxi driver stopped the traffic um, and uh, I pulled into the pub car parked and really got a good look of the damage. Um, the Saxo is in need of a front bumper. The citron badge and the grill is all like chipped and stoved mm. in um the headlight is loose and cracked so i've ordered a new headlight and the little molding underneath is is gone um but other than that i got off pretty lightly really that's good um, to hear, obviously but obviously that's uh, a <laughs> 
Um, I suppose it's a learning curve, isn't it? We all have to have little spin-outs or something. Well, it is. It is a learning curve. And I think when this vid- the video goes out on my channel, I'm going to get a, a bit of hate for it. Um, but the point is, is that, um, yeah, I w- I'm, I'm obviously, on the whole, a sensible driver because I drive for a living and I've had that car like four years and never had a crash that was, you know, my own doing. But it just shows that you're only human, aren't you? Because I didn't, I'd, like I said, I, did, I weren't accelerating on purpose and I didn't, I obviously didn't brake either, but I weren't, I weren't intentionally driving like a hooligan. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it, it happened. And I, I, at the time I was, the adrenaline was like, oh my, I can't believe I've just spun my car. I was like, this is a story for the grandchildren, isn't it? <laughs> and then like, you sort of like calm down and you're like, fucking hell, that was a bit, you know, it was a bit stupid doing that. But it happens, doesn't it? These these it things happen. And ev- everybody's got a story of a crash, especially the older people, you know what I mean? I mean? I've, obviously, um, my dad's master, if you remember that, I did sort of similar similar situation, but obviously mine was a lot... Yes, why don't you why don't you <laughs> tell us, Bailey, about how you crashed your dad's Mazda MX-5 in the McDonald's drive-thru? It wasn't in the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, outside the hairdressers. <laughs> no, it was... I swear I've spoken about this before on the channel or somewhere. No, I think you should tell us it all again. Again, it's only fair, well, about, even Steve. I tell you my one that was recent, and then we'll talk about that. Have you had multiple crashes now? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, um, <coughs> yeah. So the one, basically, um, my version of the crash uh, that happened literally the day before uh, New Year's Eve. Sorry, Christmas Eve, not New Year's Eve. Um, I was basically finishing up in the gym. Um, I was. It was about four pm, I think. And what's really sorry is this just. Uh, is, sorry to interrupt. Is this just you reminding us all that you've built up and bulked up now? No, it's context for the, what's Should happening. Just get get my coat and go. <laughs> it's context for the crash. Yeah. Um, and I actually said, I actually. What's really funny is I actually said I'm not. I don't really want to go to the gym today, and I ended up going anyway. And I kind of wish I didn't now because obviously the crash happened um, as I was exiting the. Uh, the gym yeah. facility and basically do it for the game yeah, exactly and um <laughs> basically what happened was uh, there's a little there's a like a slight ramp um from the main road to the gym car park when i say a slight ramp it's probably about like a 45 degree up ramp thing um and i was going up that basically in my lane it's a two lane one and this this guy who was obviously going into the gym as well he is in this like massive Hyundai van thing. I don't know what van it was, but I ate on probably that. Yeah, actually, um, it was one of one of those. And um, he basically f- he came off the main road and f- swung right right round into that into the uh, the, the place. Um, and obviously, I I saw him, but I break. I basically stopped completely. I couldn't get him into reverse quick enough, so he ended up going into mm. the side of my. Well, not the side. It was sort of like the front. Uh, front right sort of angle wing part and um i was obviously like i was really pissed off because it's just like well of course it's happened now <laughs> um yeah and yeah i obviously got his all details but the damage is it's not significant it's it's mainly all body work um there's a, it's basically a big dent in 
my right side arch and sort of half the front mm. bumper. The front bumper sort of cracked in places with the, the paint coming off and that. Um, it's a sizable dent, I'd say. Um, so I'm going to have to get the, like you, Matt, I would get a front bumper done and uh, a front like arch done. Um, but I'm still waiting for the insurance to be be nice and tell me what's going on. Because <laughs> they're, they're sort of take him to the cleaners. Yeah, basically. But that was that was my sort of crash. Um, it wasn't obviously my fault, whereas yours was. <laughs> so that's kind of the only difference. Mm. Well, yeah. Why don't you sort of make it equals prequels and um, tell us about the one that was your fault? Because you've had like multiple crashes, haven't you? So I've only had the one. You see, so. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Um, well, I've had about. I don't know. Actually, I've had two, but I've I've also been hit into. Th- Another time, but I wasn't in the car. I've been hit into, yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't really count in that one. Saxo. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so the one. The Saxo now is like is like a, a um, accordion. Like it's swatted in at both ends and it just sort of bunched bunched in now more than it used to be. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so the one of my dad's car, I don't like bringing it up all the time, but you know, it's, it's happened. Um, and this happened in lockdown 2020. And it was, I was, I was really excited. I was 19 at the time. And I got insured on my dad's uh, MX-5 Mark II. <laughs> and obviously I was basically driving around. I got insured on it for like a week. Um, in you know, like, like weeks. So you get like a week and then I come off it and then not drive for a couple of weeks and then go back on that again, basically. It was like temporary insurance. Yeah. Um, just to drive around because there was nothing to do. No one was working. It was just, uh, yeah, it was quite a nice time to just drive around. Um, but anyway, it was one time... It was in July, I think, and it was it was it had rained all day. It was like really hot, but it was rained, so it was all greasy on the road. And um, Bracknell, yes, in Bracknell. <laughs> um, and I was coming back from my girlfriend's at the time, and there's this roundabout. Well, there's several roundabouts in Bracknell because I think it has the most roundabouts in in, in the UK in one town. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I was coming off one particular one, and I don't really know. I can't remember if I was going fast or not, but it didn't feel fast. I think I was doing like 30 and the speed limit was 40 on that road. So I was coming off the roundabout doing about 30, but I think because it was so slippery and the car didn't have a limited slip diff, um, <laughs> I ended up spinning completely. I lost control of it and it went off to the left. I tried to correct it and it went off to the right and it went straight into a barrier in which uh, I hit it probably about 30 miles an hour. So it completely buggered the whole front of the car. Told it. And yeah. I was like, what the has just happened? And I was really like, yeah. basically in the shit, because I was like, well, this is my dad's car, and he's going to kill me. <laughs> Luckily, there were some yeah. people in the pub next to it, pretty much next to the where I crashed, that saw it and ran over, because they were just happened to be outside. Uh, a bunch of lads came over and said, you're right, and then we moved the car out of the way to the petrol station, which was next to it as well. And yeah, that was it. Um, no one, obviously no one else was involved, but it was just a, a silly mistake, I yeah. suppose. It's so sad, isn't it? And like, I think I definitely think with my one, like, Risaxo's definitely used one of its nine lives there because I could yeah. have easily hit a concrete wall at however fast I was going. Mm. Could have easily totaled the car. Like, um, to be fair, actually, another. So I'll tell you a crash that wasn't my fault where I've been hit into, just like you. Yes. The day before I was supposed to be coming down to Ascot for the first time to see you, but also the first time I've ever drove the car like down to London. I'm just sat, I'm sat at the lights on the way to work the day before. Mm-hmm. 
and with the handbrake on and uh, a woman literally hits me at like 35 to 40 miles an hour and just because I had the handbrake on I didn't move too much but as a result like the car she hit the toe toe eye of the car which was such a relief because there's still the whole like the, the rear bumper the same one is still on it and she didn't do any damage hence why the uh, the same bumper is on and everything like that but yeah she hit the the toe eye in her mm-hmm. car which is exposed on my saxo the toe eye is exposed because it's an old car yeah. and um yeah she was hit me at quite a lot of speed so it's a good job i had the handbrake on and she completely ruined the front of her Corsa. <laughs> completely ruined it um and um yeah, I assume, I assume she was on a phone. She wouldn't tell me at the time. Um, and yeah, that was that was the first experience of an actual crash that I'd had because it involved like another road user, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was just, it was scary. Like, But I just, I remember just saying like, oh yeah, my car's fine. And then we turned around and had a look at hers and she was like, whoa, <laughs> can I ring my husband? Yep, do what you want. You hit me. Compo claim, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. But yeah, so that's uh, that's our well recent history on our crashes. It's quite ironic that we both had a crash, Matty, isn't it? Just sort of in the space of like a couple of weeks <laughs> with each other. Um, it's a, you you jinxed me. I possibly did, yeah, because <laughs> I think I sent you it, didn't I? When I had when it happened, I was like, just damn it. It's like very annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it happens. You know, just have to move on and sort of. Yeah, look after the cars from now on. Um, but yeah, so we, do you want to plug your social medias in, Matty? Of course. If uh, you're viewing this from Bailey's channel, then I also have my own channel. If you'd like to see more of me, it's Matty's Cars. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, which is Matty's Cars YT. Uh, and if you'd like to see pictures of me in a nightclub on New Year's <laughs> Eve, then you can follow my personal Instagram, which is Mattsgram99. Excellent, thank you, Matty. Um, and if obviously you want to subscribe to us here on the channel, I don't know why you would be watching this and unsubscribe to us. Um, then that would be weird. But if you do want to subscribe to us, the buttons the buttons below. And if you want to follow us on all the social medias, we've got TikTok, which will be linked on the channel because I can't remember the name of it. And we've got Instagram, which is some car culture name as well. Um, but if you want to follow like Matty, if you want to follow my personal one, if you want to see me on a beach uh, in midnight after New Year's Eve looking like a moron, then you can. It's Bailey Prince 27. <laughs> um, I think that wraps it up for this first one of the, uh, this, the new year, doesn't it, Matty? Yeah, it yeah, it, it does. Hopefully a more light-hearted topic next week. Yes, of course. Um, we have, we'll have a guest yeah. on hopefully next uh, month, a returning guest, which, also, which you shall see. Um, mm. Yes, yeah, so we'll have a, have a good rest. Is it Daniel Acterhouse? No, he, <laughs> no, he's just being so. No, he's being a... Um, but anyway, we'll see you next time. <laughs>